Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. We made it. End of the week. The last day. I promise you. A la Sean Hannity, my solemn vow. I will never say the word. I'm going to say it once now, and that's the last time you'll ever hear me say it. Because I have to say what I'm never going to say again. I will never say the word fry-yay. Ever. That was it. That's a one-time deal. I hate that word. That word is never to be uttered on the Mark Aram show. Who, who said it's not that? not a real word anyway. What is that? What are you talking about? Are you about? serious? Oh, you, you guys, guys have never heard that? No. no. I'm not going to say it again. Deb, say the word. It, you're lucky. So if you're on social media at all, uh. it's it's not fry-yay. It's fry-yay. Yeah. It's oh. very annoying. Gotcha. Yes. Like instead Ew. of Friday, they put the yay in there. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to say the whole world the word again. That's one time. Ask your wives. That is annoying. Yeah, yeah no, awesome. I hate it. It's the first time I've heard it, and it's annoying. Yeah, oh, really? You're so I lucky. I've never, never heard that. I have no idea what you were talking yeah. about. Oh, Me yeah. Too. Ugh. Ugh. Well, it's good that you ruined it for them, too. Now they have to suffer a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to my world, Cheech. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, it is Friday, and I'm very happy it is Friday, but I'm not going to say put the yay in there. Uh, we're going to have some fun on a, on a Friday. We've got uh, another round of Guess the Banana. I'm very excited about that. Some amazing fun facts about the bananas here. And you can guess and win um, mm, fictional prizes. Adela- <laughs> Ad- our adulation. I will give away uh, expired cruise vouchers on uh, Carnival Cruises. That, that's the gift today. But it's fun. We'll have fun with that. Um, and some, some other COVID stuff, some good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh, a lot of states are trending down which is awesome, but unfortunately the number is still going up nationwide as as far as the total cases and the deaths. But we'll give you some good news, bad news for restaurants. Uh, But I want to start off with this is uh, something that I didn't find out about until I uh, heard it this morning on Atlanta's Morning News. And trust me, folks, even if you're not up at 4.30 when Atlanta's Morning News starts, check in uh, in the morning to see what Scott Slade, Judd Hickenbotham, and Marcy Williams are doing uh, because you'll, you'll find stuff like this. I didn't even know about this. I'm going to give you a little preface. You know about the street racing problem here in, in Metro Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Yes. The, the wackadoos that are closing down interstates and yeah. donuts and racing and, like, the, the most dangerous, horrible thing ever. So it's become, it's become a problem, and it was brought up to uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. And for the record, I'm, I'm okay with Mayor Bottoms. I think she worked well with Governor Kemp. I think she's very smart. Um, I, I think we're in decent hands with Mayor Bottoms. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, but what, what I heard on Atlanta's morning news today had me scratching my head. I'm going to play the audio. This is what Scott Slade played this morning on Atlanta's morning news. This is Mayor Bottoms talking about the street racing problem here in Atlanta. This is a problem that we are seeing across the country and a large part due to the reduction of traffic. Um, a recommendation from my 18 year old and along with um, Bloomberg, who we reached out to, to help us do some uh, benchmarking and assessment of what's happening in other cities has been to consider a designated space for tr- for street racing in the city. So that's something that we will explore and keep you updated. But meanwhile, we will continue uh, to monitor those hot spots in the city. Um, and it is important that people report them to us. Now, Full disclosure, I don't know if she was being sarcastic like President Trump said he was during the coronavirus briefing, but did I hear that correctly? On advice from her 18-year-old and I think Bloomberg, she said, yes, she's thinking about opening uh, designated streets in Atlanta specifically for street racing. That's called a racetrack? (laughs) That's called Atlanta Motor Speedway, right? Yeah, yeah. My mind, I heard that this morning, my mind exploded. What? Let's, Let's designate something... Uh, for illegal activity. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean. Where would you do it? I don't, I'm hoping she was being sarcastic. Yeah. Because that makes no sense. Like, I know this is dangerous and it's illegal, but you know what? 
let's let's just uh, shut off. Do it, do it over here. Yeah, let's shut off Piedmont. You know, let's just close. Let's shut off Buford Highway. The Pink Pony's closed anyway. Yeah. No one's going there. Do you think she meant like uh, having it structured at like at a racetrack or some sort, as, as opposed to it didn't sound like closing down like a that. specific she said street? Designated areas. I'll play yeah, the cut that's... again. That blew my mind. It was like, well, you know, heroin's illegal, but if you want to do it, <laughs> you want to do it here. Yeah, it's cool. you want to do it at Woodruff Park. All right, fine, go ahead. Or like I said, or I said with Scott Slade this morning because I couldn't believe this. Um, they they've been ahead of this because they've designated the Lenox Mall as the official safe carjacking area. You know, like if you're in a carjack, do it at Lenox. We've designated the Lenox parking lot for carjackings. I. My jaw dropped. I cannot believe that. And I, I really, really hope she's kidding. And I think maybe she did because she was like, yeah, my 18-year-old son was like, suggested this. So I'm thinking like, oh, no, she can't be serious. Mayor Bottoms, if you're listening, I would love some clarification or anyone connected to the Bottoms camp. Let me know what 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 really you are thinking about this because I can't believe you designate Atlanta streets for something as dangerous and illegal as the street racing. Your thoughts on this? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's hear the audio from uh, Mayor Bottoms again. Let's everyone just listen really closely and, and try to, let's dissect this like a forensic person. This is a problem that we are seeing across the country in a large part due to the reduction of traffic. Um, a recommendation from my 18-year-old and along with um, Bloomberg, who we've reached out to to now, Bloomberg, who reached out to, is she talking about the mayor, the former mayor? Is the she, only one I could possibly Yeah, that's the only one of. I can Or is she, like, the, the news organization? No, like, I what think the hell? she meant Bloomberg. Why does, what does Bloomberg have to know about anything about street racing? I have no idea. The, his, his whole city was taxi cabs. You can't street race in New York. No one has a car in New York. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Ron Bloomberg, the former DH for the Yankees in 1973? Maybe somebody obscure. <laughs> Is, is there someone on her staff named Bloomberg? I'm not Some aware. random Jewish guy that she knows? <laughs> Bloomberg? Does he wear a cape? Maybe it's a friend of her 18-year-old son. Let, let me, yeah. <laughs> Little Matty Bloomberg. Yeah. So Bloomberg and my 18-year-old son. Let me play that. Let me play that again. I'm sorry. Oh, of course, I can't play it again. I can't. Way to go. I can't fast forward to it. Uh, yeah, maybe I can. Um, a recommendation from my 18-year-old and along with... Um, Bloomberg, who we've reached out to to help us do some uh, benchmarking and assessment of what's happening in other cities, has been to consider a designated space for for street racing in the city. So that's something that we will explore and keep. All right, she said designated space. space. So I think you know, like in in my hometown, they they the old airfield wasn't being used and they said well okay we're going to structure racing around it. and they will let you come and race your cars on the weekend now it was kind of structured with the city and stuff but maybe that's what she means like something like that like a designated area for them to go do it as opposed to anywhere around the city like the walmart parking lot well, no like like a racetrack or something something that's not being used all right upon further view she didn't yes. say a street but she a designated did, yeah. area but still yeah. it's still illegal right, right. i guess right. if it's on I don't know. It, uh, this is this is too much for me to to, to handle <laughs> right now. It is kind of an odd statement. And and not only uh, do I, as as an Atlanta resident and a traffic guy, I can't stand this illegal street racing. It's awful. Uh, but this isn't just something because I'm old now. When I was 20 or younger, I hated like those like kids in my neighborhood would get those souped up Nissans or whatever, and they <laughs> right. like just so loud. I just didn't like loud noises. So loud. I still don't. So yeah, maybe just the loudness of it. You know it. those little like I hate that loud like loud motorcycles. Like oh, what man, do you if there was what ever do you an okay boomer moment? It was right But now. I was 20 when I bought this way. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But like those loud motorcycles like what are you yeah, what I are you trying to compensate for, buddy? Why yeah. why? Why? The residential neighborhood you got like there's a street racer on the line. Oh, oh, Ed in Stockbridge. Yeah. Eddie, the street yeah. racer. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Excellent. Um, First-hand knowledge. What's going on? Well, I'm, to, be, to be completely uh, honest, I'm not a drag racer. I'm a road racer, but I've, you know, I've, I've been in all the disciplines. And it's they all, they all have one thing in common, and that's there's a certain amount of risk and danger, which is the appeal. But it's also the reason that, it's also the reason that street racing is just stupid. I mean, it's just absolutely... 
There's so many opportunities. If a guy wants to do a drag race with car and show off and hang out with his buddies, there's Atlanta Motor Speedway and Friday Night Drags. There's all kinds of drag strips, you know, within a 45-minute drive of downtown Atlanta. And, I, and this I, isn't a new thing, by the way. I mean, you remember you remember the movie right. Grease, right? I mean, Grease Lightning? Oh, like, yeah. they were they were designing that car to race it and race right. for the title. I mean, this well, has been going... Okay, now you've, you've, you've dialed into right into the other half of this, which is there's a cultural element to it, right? I mean, so it's been around a long time, and street racing is for bad boys, right? Yeah. Well, you know, legal racing is for the is for the nerds that want to put on fire seats and helmets and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you want to get, the street racers want to get the chicks and have their little turbo blow-off valves and, and do all that kind of stuff and impress their buddies, and there's money involved. They, they race for money. Sure. You know, I mean, they really do race for pinks and for cash. And so the mayor has really stepped in it here. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I but, right, let's just say hypothetically, Ed, let me jump in for a second. Okay. So, like, Longoria, right, what, no. where did they do the street racing? Where it was At it? an old airfield that wasn't okay. being used anymore. So let's say the, the mayor finds a, a place that a designated, not a street, not an active street in Atlanta, <laughs> but like an old right. airfield somewhere. And she designates that for street racing. Are you saying that the bad boy appeal of street racing wouldn't uh, would prevent them from going to a a, a legal uh, you know uh, sanctioned you know, place? That, I that's a good question. I mean, I support an event like that. Like they wanted to do a you know something to have that kind of openness and that nostalgia and that kind of you know. But you know what they could do about the money changing hands and stuff too. But I mean, yeah, I'd, let's put it this way. I'd much rather have them do that than what's currently happening. I mean, she is right about that. Street race is a bad idea. And, and I, I get it. I love cars. I love racing. It's, I've been doing it for 30 years. I mean, it's, it's my business. And uh, so I, I don't I, I don't want to stop people or, or discourage them from getting involved in the sport. I just would rather they didn't die before or hurt me or somebody I sure, know. Sure, exactly. Or building on Beach Street, right? Stop doing uh, it on 285. <laughs> stop doing it on the downtown connector. Stop doing it on Peachtree Street. I see jack wagons pulling out of here. They're going 65 on Peachtree. What are you trying to prove, Longoria? Uh, more of your more of your thoughts on the uh, illegal street racing problem here. And uh, Chuck, while we go to break, reach out to Bloomberg. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Street racing, a huge problem here in Atlanta on our interstates, our major boulevards. Mayor Bottoms suggests perhaps finding a designated space for these illegal street racers. Your thoughts at 404-872-0750. Kim joins us uh, on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kim. Hey, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I'm just wondering, I mean, it's one thing, maybe Keisha would be willing to offer up her neighborhood for street racing. I want more details on this uh, uh, because after but, further review, she did. She didn't say street. She said a designated well, area, but I don't know what that means. Uh, well, a designated area in her neighborhood. But also the bigger issue is, okay, so you have this stuff going on and some kid whacks his car and ends up a quadriplegic or dead, or you have, um, you know, because something like that's likely to draw a lot of, yeah, who's who's liable? Let's say they get an abandoned airfield. Yeah. yeah, like like Longoria's hometown. You get an abandoned airfield. Would the street racers have to sign waivers? Like, oh, if I get maimed or killed, I think they do I mean, because they have their own cars. Yeah. So it's not like you know. They, yeah, they, I don't think the city of Atlanta is no, 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 right, right, right. But I think they're you know they have to sign waivers and stuff. Obviously, Robert joins us in Lawrence. So Robert, welcome to the show. Everybody, yes, um, I'm hands. sorry. Oh, go ahead, Robert. Go I ahead. I forgot that I was even on there. We almost played but, you off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, well, I think it's a really good idea to use. I mean, one of the, the, the there's a military base downtown Atlanta that's not even being used, so they could use that. I, I think it's called Gill or something like military base. The Army the problem base. is though, if you if you if you designate a space and and sanction it, okay. The last caller was was right. The bad boy, the feature of it, like, oh, we're doing something illegal. We're doing something dangerous. I don't know if the street racers are going to say, all right, we won't do 285 anymore. We'll we'll use this parking lot. I just don't see that if the appeal would be there. I don't know. I, I appreciate outside-the-box thinking to get these, uh, as my dad would say, these zooch balls. 
off of the uh, the yeah, it's made up. It's a made up Ed Aram word, Zooch Ball. I'll tell you that story when we come back. It's pretty funny actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Remind me, Deb Green. Remind me. All right. Oh, I got to tell you about the story from the other day. How Taco Bell was founded. I got a lot of catching up to do. Plus your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, everybody. This is Steve Gutenberg, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Keep listening. Sad news about the pennies there uh, from Chris Chandler in the news, J.C. Penny filing for chapter 11 i'm not surprised i'm i'm surprised they've hung on this long um i used to hate going to jc as a kid oh my god school mm-hmm. clothes shopping with my yeah, mom those was worse than jc pennies you have this in a husky <laughs> do you have this in, ma'am ma'am do you have this in a husky my son is husky screaming across the oh, uh no, the, oh yeah <laughs> this is too That's tight awful. the large is too tight do you have this in husky is that a... that was the worst name for a pair of pants? Uh, oh yeah, husky. You don't. Oh, every, you know, I don't know. Did, I never wore. You didn't have to deal with husky. That was actually This is a, a long conversation yeah, with Longoria. This, this is a me and Aram conversation. These socks are too small. Do you make husky socks? <laughs> His ankles are too fat. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the worst. The worst. Oh, to this no. day. To this day, I will not try on clothes when I go to buy them. Really? Yeah. I'm so mentally scarred. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean you don't try them on? Do you just order on. stuff and return it if it doesn't fit? Well, I, I'll go to K&G and be like, all right, I'm a size 36 waist. I'm, I'm going to roll the dice that these things fit. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I always try stuff nope. on. Yeah. No, yeah. To this day. Oh, the embarrassment. I, Putting on, you know, like getting the clothes and going into the room as a right. kid and then coming out. And having to, you know, oh, parade. Pause at yeah, you. like man, I don't like. These are too tight in the crotch. We need a husky. Where these are too tight in the crotch. Oh I can see your schwanz. Oh yeah, to this oh. day, I I can't remember the last. You know what? The last time I tried something on oh, was man. for my buddy's wedding. I had to get like a rented tux. Yeah, you, you have to, to be try the that. Next time on. you try something on, too, yeah. Right? Oh. I hate that. What if the tux guy said something like that? Yeah. Hey, Saul, you got a husky? Aaron's in here. Uh, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, JC Penny. JC yeah. Penny chapter 11. Yeah, I, I won't. I will not try stuff on. Someone out there can relate. I know I'm weird, but someone out there had a similar experience when I was a kid I'm sure they and hates it. Uh, just to recap, we're talking about uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, the uh, the Honorable Mayor of Atlanta, said this. I heard this earlier on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. This was apparently during a uh, press conference earlier in the week talking about the street racing problem in Atlanta. This is a problem that we are seeing across the country in a large part due to the reduction of traffic. Um, a recommendation from my 18-year-old and along with um, Bloomberg, who we've reached out to to help us do some uh, benchmarking and assessment of what's happening in other cities has been to consider a designated space for tr- for street racing. A designated space for street racing. Uh, I don't think she means actual streets, but as Longoria said in his hometown in Texas, they had an abandoned airfield. Your thoughts on that and street racing in general? 404-872-0750. Leo's in Lawrenceville. Leo, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? good how are you excellent happy friday by the way yeah happy friday and uh, i wanted to add to that you know that atlanta has already a lot of designated places for illegal activity you know drugs you know prostitution you know and wait where wait wait wait, hold on i'm taking notes where is prostitution legal let me write this down i mean (laughs) i mean just like like, i think last week or this week you you were talking about you know swingers that they put the pineapple there's a designated (laughs) area i don't swing as far as i know chuck back me up on this the official (laughs) swinger of the market no 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 i i i know but you know for as legal things there's designated areas yeah people are going to have designated areas for illegal things you know just you know if you go down certain streets you know you're going to find something that you're looking for and it's like you know designated areas already exist for those kinds of things you know it's just hush hush you know well are are there are there currently designated areas quote unquote for street racing that i don't know about yeah like uh the pleasant hill uh not pleasant pleasantville the quick trip they usually meet 
I don't know what days, you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. give away certain things. Sure, sure, yeah, time, no, let's keep it on the you hush. You know, they, 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 they meet at certain places, and there's other places where they meet at certain times, and they go, you know, they're just like, yeah. all right, we meet at this time. Do you, do you want to annoys me more than, more than like, we, we've see, you've seen the videos where they shut down the interstate, and they do the donuts, like, that's annoying. But what's, what freaks me out, and I'm sure, Deb, you encountered this a lot, because you're on 400 a lot. Every time on 400, it's five, I, I, nine times out of ten, Two guys want to drag race down 400. How often does that happen? Almost when church was open, almost every Sunday, there was a Lamborghini club that would like, and they would deliberately weave in and out of people. Even if you weren't in their way, they would try to get as close to you as possible. And they would just race up and down 400 in the morning. And motorcycles as well. Like the the people racing motorcycles down the interstate. God, you're literally taking your life in your hands on a motorcycle. Not to pile on. I hate bicyclists. Bicyclists or yeah. cyclists? Cyclists, sorry. Anybody on a pedal bike on the road? I, let me. That's harsh. Some I don't like. Like I've, I understand we got to share the road with them, but yeah. f- for some reason, my neighborhood is this cyclists' haven. They love it. Like swarms of these people on the banana seat wearing the oh no, wearing the uh, the, pi- the tight spandex. pants, spandex. And I, I'm fine. I respect that. But every single one, and I've seen. Conservatively, four thousand bicyclists in the last three years on my in my neighborhood. They're they're just every day, everywhere, and not one has ever once stopped at two of the stop signs. Nah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. My my best friend is a cyclist, and he says, "Well, you don't want to kill your momentum." I'm I like, don't Someone's care. Someone's gonna run into you. He's like, "No." Yeah, that's the rule of the <laughs> yeah, road. You, you want to be traded like uh, we should respect you on the road. The rule of the road, Mister Bicycle Dude, is to stop at a stop sign. I don't care if you're. Losing momentum. That's the law. I wish. You know what, Mayor Bottoms, if you are still listening, (laughs) for one month, let's make the month of June crack down on these banana hammock cyclers at stop signs. I want every patrol car at every stop sign writing tickets to these bicyclists, cyclists that don't stop at the stop sign. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to share the road and... Yeah, you want to share the road, you stop at a stop sign. Correct. All right. I'm angry today. It's Friday. Why am I so angry? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. You got plans tomorrow night, Longoria? I do not. You do now. Check this out. So you guys know I'm a baseball card nerd. Uh, Tomorrow, I will be opening baseball cards live on YouTube around 8 p.m. with my buddy from uh, my buddies from Classic Pack Breaks. Very exciting stuff, Chuck. I know you're you're rolling your eyes. Uh, so uh, check them out on YouTube. Subscribe, Classic Pack Breaks on YouTube. Hit notifications, and uh, you can see me doing what I love the most, which is opening baseball cards on YouTube. I'm very excited. I'm very, I'm like, I'm like giddy about yeah, this. I'm are. very excited. So check it out. Classicpackbreaks.com is their website. Uh, talking about street racing, uh, my Husky experience at J.C. Penny. <laughs> I got to tell a story about my dad and Taco Bell, but. We got to get more calls on because you guys have been hanging on way too long. Let's see. Uh, Steve's in Noonan. Steve, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Well, hello. How are you doing? Excellent, Steve. What's going on? Oh, before I get to the street racing thing, I thought I thought about something. You got Mark Aram and uh, the bananas and mm-hmm. Deb Green. How about the Chiquita? Deb Green in a Chiquita outfit. We can make no, that she, happen. She, 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 well, that'd be good, too. I actually have something similar. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. All right. Next week on the show, Deb in a banana outfit. Yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, as far as um, the city sanctioning something like that, yeah, she they would the city would have total liability if something bad happened, and you can sign all the waivers you want to. It doesn't matter. Okay. But they should don't they have? Because um, I used to do street racing and uh, legal um, quarter mile racing, bracket racing. They don't have any quarter mile tracks here in Atlanta. I'm sure they do, but I, but again, I don't know if if the 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 folks that are into the illegal stuff, I don't know if they'd be down to do legal stuff. You know, yeah, what that's I'm the saying? whole point of it. Is yeah, well, yeah, but but at least you got at least you have an alternative because I used to do both. Yeah, and 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 both is always going to take place. And also, they do they love doing drifting. Do you remember when they shut down um, underneath the bridge two eighty five on the south side by Riverdale Road? Yep. Uh-huh. And that was about. Yeah, uh, they had that thing shut down for over an hour. Yeah, it's awful. Ne- it's awful. My nephew was down. No, the point is, no cops came. 
Well, it was early on a Sunday morning. I mean, you don't want him to go. Chuck, growing up in Montana, true or false, you used to race tractors. Was that a big deal in uh uh, yeah, or was it mules? Tractors. Mule racing, tractor racing. What was the what was the big Lawn racing? Lawnmower racing? I mean, if you had buggies, we'd race those. Buggies? Yeah. What's a buggy? Come on. Like, like a, a horse, horse and buggy? buggy? Yeah. Not a VW bug. No, no, no. A no, horse no. and buggy. Yeah, All but right. tractors, yeah, any kind of farm equipment. Learn more about Chuck every day. Tom joins us in Canton. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Great, and you? Excellent. What's up? The other day in paradise. I was talking about bracket racing uh, several years ago before I got T-boned. We used to go up to Commerce. I don't know if they still do it or not. Two stipulations. You pay your entrance fee, and you got to have a trailer to take yours out in case anything happens. Really? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday event, yeah. Yeah, it's but that great. was a, that was a track, though, right? I mean, that was a legit track. This wasn't That wasn't the interstate. It wasn't Dry Pond Road. Right. Yeah. And back in school, uh, my junior and senior year, we used to run up in front of Kmart down 411. Had a 69 three, uh 69 Cyclone GT 394 speed. The only thing to touch it was a Shelby GT with a Cobra Jet, and it was a 69 Camaro. I think it was a 390. You took the words out of my mouth, Tom. I do. I will say this. Growing <laughs> up, though, there wasn't a lot of street racing in my town. But when the when it snowed and got icy, everyone would go to like the supermarket parking lot or the high school parking lot and do donuts in the snow and the ice. Like that was. A common thing, but the cops would come and break it up. It wasn't, and they weren't doing it on actual roads. They weren't on East Main Street doing right, donuts. Right. They were they were in a parking lot. Andre the Giant joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Anybody want a peanut? What's up? How are you, Andre? I'm good. I'm good, man. I gotta talk quick, man. I'm street racing around 25 in my 9400 Accord, man. <laughs> Be safe, Andre. <laughs> Buckle up, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. He just wanted to check in before he went street racing. Thank you, Andre. Ray is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Ray. How you doing, my friend? Excellent. What's going uh, on? Lo- love your show. Uh, talk about the street racing. I used we used to do that. Uh, I'm from a small town like Longoria, everything. And the police is the old airport. Everything. It was an active airport, but they uh, shut it down at night. It's just visual only, so no instruments. And uh, the police would go out there and even use radar guns. It was all safe. Oh, really? It, it cut down the street racing. By I, I did drag race once in my life. I just remember this. And it was at Peachtree to Cab Airport. It was uh, me, Scott Slade, and someone else. It was a sanctioned event. And I was in a Porsche. Slade was in a Corvette. And I forget the other guy was in. I came in last place. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I just kept it on the track. I'm like, just don't die, just don't die. I had the Porsche. The guy, the guy that owned the Porsche place was like, you should have won, man. Your, your car was way faster than those. What the hell? I'm like, ah, I'm a weenie. I'm a husky. I'm a, <laughs> husky, I'm weenie. a husky weenie. Uh, we'll come back with more of your calls. Uh, this is the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Happy Friday. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk 707, by the way. Uh, the whole gang is here tonight. Deborah Green, the most flexible member of the Mark Aram Show, or at least she was in high school. She is the executive producer. Schlongoria, my pal, on the other side of the takeout window, Loti Chuck. Loti. The man. Screening your phone calls. We're going to talk more about street racing in just a second, but i got to clean up a couple of things that I teased ahead and never paid off. First off, uh, Taco Bell, the, the founding of Taco Bell. It's very important to you, Longoria, your heritage. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I watch, I've been watching this show with Maya on Netflix called Ugly Delicious. Have you ever heard of it? Sounds uh, familiar, but no. It's, a, it's this uh, Korean-American chef uh, who kind of looks like a Korean Longoria. Nice. Like, <laughs> nice. picture Korean Longoria. And he's apparently a very successful chef. And Netflix must have given him like a billion dollar budget, because the dude goes all over the planet for this show. It's not a like it's not a teach you how to cook show, but like the the episode I'm talking about was about tacos. Mm-hmm. And he the Korean guy was like, admittedly, he doesn't have much knowledge about 
tacos, and he likes Taco Bell, which apparently Longoria is not something we should like. <laughs> uh, it's not true to the the culture. So it's a very, very good show. I recommend it. And anyway, so they they went. Uh, he did kind of like a debrief on the history of tacos, and um, the the Taco Bell. This is the this is the story that was told on the show. There was a taco stand or taco restaurant, Mexican restaurant, is somewhere in California. It's the oldest continuously operated Mexican restaurant in the United States. It opened in like 1930, and there was a businessman that worked across the street from there, and he'd go to he'd go to taco this restaurant every day for lunch. And the the founders' uh, relatives still own the t- the taco restaurant, the Mexican restaurant, and they were like, well, when my grandmother opened this. She made tacos with what was available. Like she was from Mexico, but she didn't have the same things in California that the same ingredients. So she made do with what she did: iceberg lettuce, cheddar cheese, diced tomatoes, whatever. And but it became very popular, and it's still popular today. Anyway, this businessman would go there for lunch every day, and he decided that he would open up a taco stand in another town, like basically copying their recipe. That was the formation of Taco Bell in 1967. Like McDonald's and McDowell's? Exactly right. <laughs> and that's that's how it started. And now it's it was just th- this gringo that would go was going to this Mexican restaurant, basically jacked the recipe from this uh, taqueria and made this her worldwide thing. And so the, they were interviewing the 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 grandson of the founder, and he's like, "Well, we we you know we don't really like to talk talk about it. We you know we're not seeing any residuals on right. on our food, but it was an interesting uh, kind of story on how Taco Bell was started, kind of like McDonald's, where Ray Kroc, he wasn't the founder of McDonald's. He just kind of jacked it from the guys. Uh, if you see that movie, The Founder, it's interesting. So that's one thing I had to pay off the 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 origins of Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Second one with my dad. This is much funnier. So growing up, my dad would make up these words, mostly to describe my brother, me, and our friends. And he would call us Schmez balls or <laughs> Zoots balls or Zets ball. Like, it always had a ball at the end of it, whatever. <laughs> so my brother's best friend, Charlie, um, a Catholic kid, didn't know. He just thought that was Yiddish. He just thought my dad was... <laughs> he thought schmezball was a, a Yiddish word. Sure. So he, fast forward to adulthood, he is now a professional jazz musician, and he teaches jazz to, to kids. And he lives in New York, and one of his clients was this Jewish kid. And he, he the kid messed up, and, and Charlie's like, oh, you schmezball. That was supposed to be an F, an F key or whatever. Right. And the kid looked at him like, he didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, Schmez ball, Zets ball, Zoots ball. And the kid's like, what are you talking about? So he texts, my brother's friend texts my brother. He goes, man, I've been teaching this Jewish kid jazz, but he doesn't know any of the Jewish words. He didn't even know Schmez ball. And my brother's like, those aren't Yiddish words. Those are made up Eddie Aram words. Very funny stuff. So uh, it sounds Yiddish. Zets ball. Yeah, but no, that was a totally made up word from my dad. All right, sorry about that. I just wanted to. Finish up what I'd started there. Uh, Brandon joins us in Rome, Georgia. Brandon, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. You are my favorite schmez ball of the night. Glad to hear. Uh, Deborah's my favorite schmez ball of the night. <laughs> she's, been rock- she's been rocking in Atlanta for a long time. I'm going to say first caller of the show, and she'll know what I'm talking about. Nice. But Deborah used, De- Deborah used to rock it in the morning. She is. She's, she's uh, a rockstress. Talking about the street racing. I live up here in Rome, and some of the people that's called in this show, I wonder if I've ever really street raced. There's some guys out here with cars making 2,000-plus horsepower. We're talking 200-mile-an-hour, the kind that can do some serious damage, and they are on the roads. But most of the people like that, if you give them somewhere to go, they will. Okay, good. I think when when Mayor Bonds is talking about designate a place for it, in Atlanta right now, if you wanted to have a track, you're never going to get past the zoning qualification. No zoning board is going to give it to you because of the noise. Mm -hmm. And until they relent and allow that to happen, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you've got Converse, and yeah, you've got Atlanta Motor Speedway, but who's going to drive an hour, hour, and 20 minutes to go do that? Most people are not. But if Atlanta had one, say, at Fort Gillum that was owned and operated by somebody else and the city would just allow it to exist, it'd probably make a lot of business. Interesting. All right, so maybe, but again, this, you're right, the zoning laws. I mean, zoning laws are, uh, Longoria tried to put an addition on his house, and he, they wouldn't let him do it. He tried to do a little she shed for his mother-in-law. And the zoning law said, no, no. no. Do you have a she shed, Jed? Uh, Jed. Uh, no, and Deb? I never will. No? I have an office, but, All right. I mean, that's Does Hot Neighbor amazing. have a she shed? 
Absolutely Does not. she want one? No. You know what these things are, though, right? No, I yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Just checking. Uh, April is up next to the Mark Arab Show. Hey, April. Oh, my God. Hey, how are you? Excellent. How are you, my friend? I'm great. I'm not going to say happy Friday. Just for you, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm at work right now, so excuse the noise, but I was calling about the drag racing. Yes. And I just wanted to say I really enjoy you all's show. I've only been listening for maybe about a month or so. Oh, welcome aboard. But I aboard. do really enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um... But, yeah, I think that the drag racing, um, I know that it's illegal, so when you think about it offhand, it's like it's bad. But um, I think after corona, like this post-corona era we're coming up on, we might have to be open to some new things. And if we can make some money, like the city can make some money off of it. Because, I mean, the people that, I'm not in the drag racing or really anything, um, you know, super risky. I'm a commercial driver, so I don't do all that. But, yeah. Uh, you know so what, what do you I'm think, saying, like, charge, if, if, let's just say, let's say they go to Fort, Fort Gillum, and they open okay. that up as a racetrack, and they charge admission, like, you want to bring your car on, it's 20 bucks, you want to come and watch, it's 10 bucks, that kind of thing? You something like that, or, you know, something, but I know the guys that do that, they, they tend to have, like, really nice, expensive cars, they put a lot of money into it, so, yeah. I mean... I, I feel like, you know, it's not really so much criminal, it's just what we're used to. So they would have to change some legislation and, you know, cross the T's and dot some I's to make that happen. But, it, I mean, it's possible. I don't really see any cons. If it gets them off the street and gives them somewhere to go and, you know, we can make some money after, you know, after this economic crash we had, then, I mean, I don't really see any cons to that. I, the, the, I, if you can get it in off the streets, that's thank you for the call, by the way, April. Um, just get it off public streets. Get it off the connector. Get it off 285 Peachtree Industrial Boulevard. God forbid. You ever seen this? the drag racing on PIB? It's insane. It's dangerous. And again, I felt, I'm not just an old boomer. Like, I felt this way when I was 16. Like, people were like, oh, you want to drag race? I'm like, no. What are you, crazy? I'm husky. You'll win. You're way lighter than me. I got a lot of uh, baggage here. Gus is in Flowery Branch. Gus, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing well, Mark. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm uh, starving. I'm really, really hungry. Thank <laughs> you for asking. Same here. Uh, yeah, I just want you to know uh, you were talking about cyclists earlier. And cyclists have problems with other cyclists. Um, my wife introduced me to a bicycle group uh, maybe seven, eight years ago, and um, it was for an MS bike ride, the uh it's called the Atlanta Peach Ride, and um, uh, she told me there'd be beer there. And that, at that time, <laughs> I wasn't—I wasn't riding a bicycle. I yeah. just went down there. You went for the beer. For the, for the beer. Understood. Yeah. Correct. And uh, I met these people, and um, um, I, you know, I'm in—I'm under that tent all day, and uh, for some of them, they're doing a century ride, so I'm—I'm I'm there, you know, all day. And uh, by the time that that day was over i was committed and still am to raising money for this cause and the way we do it is by riding a bicycle now that being said uh, our group follows the rules of the road where you know you, you come to a stop sign or a red light that's all i ask gus yeah, I, yeah. I gotta cut you off because i hear dials switching right now already but yeah that's all i ask is is stop at a stop sign if you're if you're a cyclist, not a bicyclist, I'm sorry. If you're if you're a cyclist, a serious cyclist, just stop at the uh, stop sign. That that's all I ask. Uh, Don is uh, might be a street racer. Don joins us on the show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Mark? Excellent. Hey, I'm a part of a group of guys. We are currently filming now for Street Outlaws Georgia. Uh, we're filming in South Georgia right now. We're we're full-fledged race cars. We're going to be on the Discovery Channel with them other guys. So uh, they're talking about, you know, racing on the street. I mean, they close the streets down when we race, but there's really nothing else on, in the Atlanta area that you can really do unless you go to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Or well, well, hold on a second. When you say they close the streets down when, when we race, who closes them down? Uh, the police department because we uh, race down in Dublin, Georgia, which is Lawrence County. So you get permission to do this. Yes, we okay. have permission to do that, and we've tried to get permission to run here in Clayton County, but as of right now, we haven't got permission, but the producers from the show are trying to work it in to get us to where we can run, because we're not running streetcars. we got 
full-fledged race cars. I what's mean, the, what's the name of the show, Don? Uh, Street Outlaws. Uh, they got three shows on right now. They got one out of Oklahoma. They got one out of Memphis, Tennessee. And now they're doing this one here in Georgia. John Travolta would beat all of you street racers in that grief light. Did he actually win that race? Did they race? What happened? Yes, they How did you? I don't know. It's been a while. Of course, yes, they won. Sandy fell in love with him in the end. Okay. Six Queen, a grief lightning. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back to the show on a Friday. No Friday would be complete without checking with our longtime friend of the show, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I'm Happy Friday, call. Russ. What's going on, my friend? Thanks a lot. I'm calling because you said the Pink Pony was closed, and I locked it down in the road, and I think I caused a wreck, but I called them. And you're right. I yeah. called every strip club in Atlanta, and one is open. One. One. I'll go with you guys. Let's get the breaking news sounder. Uh, fresh off of uh, doing more work for the show Where than is Hector? Longoria and Loti combined, making calls for us. What is the shoe show establishment that is open, Russ? <laughs> the Hunkarama Mail Review. Wow. That was as disappointing as I thought it would be. What what well liquor do they wait, use wait, there, wait. Chuck? What's the well? Let what's me tell the well you a booth? secret about this. <laughs> yes. Because I used to go to the Cornet Club a long time ago. Let me tell you a secret. Guess what's in a male strip club? Women. A hundred drunk screaming women. Okay. Kids, if you're listening, this is uh, Russ is on his own behalf. He does not yeah, represent you know. the Mark Arab show. Anyway, uh, what what's your uh, plans this weekend, Russ? What do you got cooking? Mm, I'm gonna go there. To the hunk of hunk of burning love or whatever it is? Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. You're going to get a part-time gig? No, I'm just going to go there and see who's in there. What was that? There was a movie. Oh, no, it was the TV show Shameless. You guys watch Shameless on Showtime? Oh, very funny. It was like uh, a guy my age uh, was short of cash, and he wanted to pick any – back when he was a, uh, a younger dude, he was a, a, an exotic dancer, and he tried to go back at, like, age 45, and they, they – uh, <laughs> They were like, yeah, yeah, come back, come here on Wednesday. It was a day shift for that, right? Yeah, no, it was like old man shift. It was like, <laughs> it was funny. Like, there was like 70-year-old dudes there. So there's still hope for you, Russ. Russ, be safe. Have a good weekend, buddy. Thank you. All right. Uh, check Russ out at the hunk of hunk of burning love. Uh, Sean is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? I'm a bicycle commuter, so I understand your anger towards cyclists, but I also understand that not just the street racing, but also people in general, even though the streets have been a lot vacant while cycling to work lately, um, they're being more dangerous and driving more fast. 100%. You're absolutely right. We see, so traffic volume in the mornings has been down significantly, but we see more violent crashes because people are going faster. They're not paying attention enough. And and it's <laughs> it's causing major, major problems. And listen, I've I've seen how... Poor bicyclists or cyclists are treated on the roads. I don't condone that. They're part of the commute. They're part of the road. You got to share the road with them. But dagnabbit, stop at those stop signs. Same rules apply to you. You're not above the law. I need two contestants to play Guess That Banana. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Fun new game on the Mark Aram Show. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. How are you? And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you? Live on a Friday, The Mark Aram Show with you till 8 in the p.m. In fact, we're here Monday through Friday, live 6 to 8 on 95.5 WSB, The Bananas and I. You can listen at home, of course, via the WSB radio app, Amazon Alexa or Google Home or good old WSBradio.com or like Longoria does on an AM radio, also on AM 750. We're going to play Guess the Banana in just a second, but I want to make sure these callers get on before we do that, including our dear friend Rhonda. Rhonda, happy Friday. How are you? I'm 
fine, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I was just going to mention about the drag racing stuff. We see it all the time out there when we're driving semi-trucks and stuff, and it's really dangerous because there's so many implements on these newer trucks. If somebody cuts me off within a certain amount of distance, I have a device in the front bumper that will actually jab my brakes on, and it will bow me up and stop down to five miles an hour. Oh, my goodness. And the goodness. people behind me... The people behind me have no clue about that because if that happens, that's before I can even react as a driver. But that's a company policy. It's not, you know, it's not by my choice. Yeah. It's the company I drive for. There are there, are, there are certain. Are some- uh, it's so weird with with the technological advances in cars. There are certain rental cars now that the company like caps the speed. Like it will not let you go over seventy five miles an hour. And there's cars like my car right now is a cruise control. And it's automatic. So if I get within so many feet of the car in front of me, the cruise control will automatically lower the speed of my car. It's so weird. Yeah, semi-trucks are the same as well. They, they all have these new safety features. And, of course, that's because of the insurance. It gives them a lower you know, rate sure. for insurance because semi-trucks have so many wrecks. But back to the racing deal, there are a couple of uh, drag race uh, strips up on the north end of the state. There's one up in Calhoun, Georgia, and there's one in Chattanooga. And I know that they can do like a a flat fee for an all-day test and tune where you can see how fast your car will go. And then on Saturday, Saturday they have the races. Yeah, they'll they'll it'll need to be closer because I don't I don't see any of the street racers in Atlanta going up to Chattanooga to do that. They'll need to get one closer into town to to make it viable. Walter's up next to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Walt? Hey, Mark. What up? Let's let's really talk about the real deal. Okay. Okay. Everybody has excuses to say, well, these guys want to do this and they need. It's illegal. Of course. We should not be <laughs> catering to bad behavior. You're, we should not be catering to bad behavior. You're exactly so, right. You're exactly so, uh, right. Enough. That's, that's the thing. And with the coronavirus and Atlanta having so many other major issues, I, we shouldn't even be thinking about putting a space or anything for people because after a while, what's going to happen? We, you can only sag at your local Walmart parking lot. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, an entrepreneur is going to step in. Maybe someone listening to the show right now that owns a piece of land in Paulding County or in DeKalb County and says, you know what? I'm going to build a drag strip. And then they'll charge money, and then they'll make money, and then the problem is solved. All right, time for uh, Guess the Banana. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Greg is uh, with us. Greg, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name's Greg, and uh, drag racing's illegal. You should go to jail. All right. How old are you, Greg? I'm 49, and, um, you know, these these people could kill us. All right, Greg, do you want to play the game, or do you want to play the game, or do you want to talk about drag racing? You're the man, Mark. I'm uh, whatever you want. You're gonna play the game. We'll we'll play the game. We're guessing the banana. You're gonna uh, let me make sure I get you. There you go. You're gonna be taking on Ronnie. Ronnie, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. I'm Ronnie. I'm 51 years old in uh, Washingtonville, Georgia. Uh, I work as a nurse at the in the intensive care unit at our local hospital in Athens. How's how's that been going? Are you guys been dealing with COVID or no? We have been. It's it's gotten better, but it's it's still there's still some out there. Gotcha. Um, well, that's good news it, it, that it's getting better for sure. All right, is. let's play the game. Guess the banana. Here's the deal. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say a fun fact, and you have to guess whether this fact is uh, pertains to me, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low T. Chuck. Are you ready? Okay. All right, <laughs> Greg, you're up first. This banana went to private school from first to third grade. What banana went to private school between first and third grade? Me, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low-T Chuck? Deborah. That is incorrect, Longoria. Yeah, I went to Catholic private school. For and then they three kicked years. you out after third grade? What <laughs> yeah, happened? No, and it probably got too expensive for my parents. Gotcha, all right. And they just put me in public Pro- school. Look at that, Longoria was in private I school. Known that. All right, uh, no point for Greg. Ronnie, you're up. Guess the banana. This banana once threw up on one of their bosses at a company Christmas party. Is that Deb Green, Mark Aram, Longoria, or Low T? Low T. 
That would that would have been a good guess. That should guess. be the guess. But no, it is the uh, the uh, classy and elegant yes, Deborah Green. It was like a first Christmas oh party I went to with our station. <laughs> what happened? I just drank too many rum runners, I guess, and, and the music comes on and you're dancing, and my boss was out there with me. And you just, oh my! Did she you gave get... me a weekend shift after that, though. So there's a promotion. Maybe. So you threw up on your boss and you got promoted. I guess so. All right, good stuff. All right, no point for Ronnie. Guess the banana. Uh, this banana got. Their first tattoo at the age of 18. This banana got their first tattoo at the age of 18. 18. Greg, is that uh, me, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low T? Low T Chuck. Low T Chuck. That is correct. What was your first tat there, Low T? Uh, it's a grizzly paw on my back of my shoulder. A grizzly paw. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Was it in honor of the first grizzly you killed? No, it wasn't. I <laughs> like I in the Revenant University of Montana, who's a Grizzly. So. All right, is you still have it, or did you get oh, it? Yeah, yeah? yeah. All right, excellent. I did. I've never seen that one. All right, Ronnie, uh, guess the banana. This banana once worked at a as a dishwasher in a Mexican restaurant. This banana once worked as a dishwasher in a Mexican restaurant. Is it me, Deb Green, a Longoria, or Low T? Mark, I think that's you. That is me. Exactly right. Me too. Yeah, La Hacienda was oh. the name of the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> nice. Uh, it, I had not only washed the dishes, but I had to make the nacho chips. Where you had to, I had to cut the tortillas and then fry them. That was the toughest job I've ever had was washing dishes. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's that's an unsaw. All right, good job. I didn't think you'd get that. Deb Green, who is, uh, who's up now? Uh, it is Greg's turn. Greg, guess the banana. This banana... Partied in Vegas with WWWF wrestler Kevin Nash. This banana partied in Vegas with wrestler Kevin Nash. Me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T? Longoria. I would have thought so too, but no. Mm-mm. That's Low Tizzle. Oh, yeah. How did that happen, Chuck? We just went into the House of Blues in Mandalay Bay, and we kind of went to the back, and he was standing there, and we were huge fans, so we had been drinking, walked right up, started talking to him. He was... On the verge of a blackout drunk and became our best friends. And we hung out the rest <laughs> of the night. He, dr- I remember he drank Mick Ultra all night long. Yeah. We had drink gin and tonics. And we, we hung out with him for probably three or four hours. That's pretty cool. How long ago was that? Oh, geez, long time. I was probably 23 or 24 at the time. I once saw uh, Barry Manilow at the Grand Lux Cafe in uh, in Vegas, that, but I didn't party with him. Yeah. I let him I let him eat his tuna melt in peace. I yeah. didn't bother him. He's a big uh, human. All right. Guess the banana. Uh, this banana. Who's up? Ronnie's up. This banana uh, lived two blocks from school but still drove. A lazy banana. Which banana lived two blocks from school but still drove to school? Me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T? Longoria. Yeah, how did you know that? <laughs> wow. He went to Catholic. He, nobody walks to Catholic school. Long- well, well, I was of <laughs> driving age at that point in high school. Oh. But, well, yeah. Two blocks and you couldn't walk it? Yeah, no. I, I could take the car for lunch. Okay. You were allowed to leave campus for a Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. That was the main reason. All right, guess the banana. This banana hates peanut butter. This banana hates peanut butter. Is it me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? Uh, Deb Green. Deb, do you like peanut butter? Yeah, I'll eat peanut butter. Yeah, that's a good guess because she hates all food. No, that's me. I hate peanut butter. Uh, I got really sick when I was in third grade eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I haven't had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich ever since. So I'm the banana that hates peanut butter. All right, here we go. That's the banana. It is Ronnie's turn. Ronnie, what banana chipped a tooth on a bagel once? Chipped a tooth on a bagel. Me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? I'm going to go for Deb. Oh, wow. That's right. Are you related to Deb Green? How did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. The fact that you didn't uh, guess the Jewish guy in the bagel is amazing. Yeah, Green, that's what I gone how, did, how did you chip a tooth on a bagel? I don't know. They brought him up one day for, you know, restaurants would bring food by all the time. I don't even like bagels. And they're like, oh, here, have one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. And, yep. Was it stale or? It must have been. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I got a broken tooth now. Oh, that stinks. Uh, was it a poppy seed? Do you remember what kind of bagel it was? One that I didn't like. <laughs> One that you didn't like. All right. Uh, good job. I can't believe that. All right. Guess the banana continues on the Mark Aram Show. Greg is up. Greg, uh, this banana once dated an ex's mom when she was 40. This banana once dated an ex's mom when she was 40. Uh, it could be Deb Whoa. Green still. It could be me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T. <laughs> Which banana dated an ex's mom when she was 40? Can I get everyone's ages? Uh, I uh, No, no. Uh, the, the mom was 40. Yeah, the mom was 40, not the banana. 
Okay. Um, I'm just going to go with Longoria on this one because of the Catholic school thing. Oh, man. Did you have yes. a bad uh, experience with Catholic uh, school? No, gosh. No, not you, the, the contestant. No, I know. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, oh, no. But I just, you know, older women. I don't All know. right, older women, Catholic school. Anyway, Chuck was yes. the one. I, I want to hear this story. So I, I dated a girl when she was 16. I was 16. But her mother had her when she was very young. She was only 32. Yes. Fast forward six years. I was about 22 or 23. So she was a little shy of 40, maybe 38, 39. Yeah. yeah was down at the bar drinking. I hadn't seen her in 100 years. Yeah. The mom recognized you. Oh, yeah. This is the guy that used to date my daughter. Uh-huh. Let me get him a bunch of Mick Ultras. Yeah. And take I, him back you're, to you are very accurately describing. And take him back to Kevin Nash's penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. did the did your ex girlfriend find out about this? Uh, I don't know because I didn't tell her. I did. She was out, out uh, going to school in the West Coast. Oh, okay, so she so, might not know about this. No, this not day. at all. Yeah, not at all. What was her Quite. name? I, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, all right, that's the end of uh, Guess the Banana. What's the final score, Deb Green? All right, Greg won Ronnie three. Greg, and wow, Greg killed it. Greg, you win a uh, $2 gift certificate to the now uh, Chapter 11 JCPenney. Keep, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I have no prizes to give away because of the pandemic, but you guys were fantastic. I'm uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm digging Guess the Banana. I learned really interesting stuff about you guys. We'll bring that back next week. Uh, we'll come back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, don't call. No more calls. But you can tweet at me, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show on WSB Radio. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show. Great job to the Bananas this week. Uh, really good shows this week. You guys, you propped me up. I'm very, very thankful. Um, so we talked about J.C. Penney. By the way, my mom, not very happy with my impression of her on the Piccadilly <laughs> tax line. She was not happy about that. Uh, other uh, retailers that have filed for bankruptcy. Uh, we mentioned that JCPenney has filed. Uh, you ever heard of Dean and DeLuca Longoria? I have not. It's like a, a grocery chain in the Northeast, like oh, a okay. small little grocery store. Dean. It's like kind of fancy-ish. Uh, CMX Cinemas. I'm assuming that's a uh, movie theater chain. J. Crew. Honestly, I, I, I mean, they were J. Crew is really popular in the in the early to mid nineties. Yeah, surprised they're still around. I didn't know that was still a thing. J. Peterman, that's what uh, was was based off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gold's Gym has filed for bankruptcy. Really? Yeah, I guess wow. because of the COVID, Deb. Oh, your uh, gym open today? Did you go tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow. Yes. How psyched are you? I know. I'm so excited. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I guess Gold's Gym. That makes sense. Have you been? You haven't been charged by your gym during the? No, they they okay. were charging us. Uh, Neiman Marcus. That's a fancy store. I've never yeah. been into Neiman Marcus before. Uh, they filed for Chapter 11. Um, stage stores. That includes Beals, Goodies, Gordman's, Peebles, Stage Parent. I don't know. All of those stores under that umbrella have filed for Chapter 11. Uh, Brio Restaurant. There used to be one in Buckhead. It's closed a couple years ago, but they have filed for Chapter 11. Uh, I'm very curious to see who survives the uh, pandemic business-wise and who doesn't. I did a, a tweet earlier today. Um, which industry will have the toughest time recovering from the pandemic? Airlines, cruises, department stores, or buffets? What do you think, Longoria? Airlines, cruises, department stores, or buffets? Well, I don't think buffets are going to come back, so I would think airlines. Well, that that would mean they'd have the toughest time recovering. Oh, well, like, yeah, so but, buffets then. Yeah. All right. Chuck, what do you think will have the toughest time recovering? Buffets are never coming back. Never, ever? No. Deb Green, what do you think? Aren't cruise ships just floating buffets? Yeah, basically. So, so I posted like that. Cruises is winning the, the my Twitter okay. poll, unscientific Twitter poll, 43.6%. Buffets at 34.4%. But, like, the cruise folk jumped down my throat on this. They're like, I'm already booking my next cruise. Like, pe- cruise people are loyal. I enjoy cruises. I don't know if I'm... It, yeah, I'm not on that. I'm not that loyal. Yeah. I love Golden Crown. I love cruises. But it's going to be a while before I go back to either of those. Uh, department stores, ironically enough, came in last in my Twitter poll at only 7.9%. And JCPenney today. I can't see department stores lasting. Like Macy's and that stuff. That's just it's just not going to happen. Big, huge department stores. Yeah. Just endless racks of We clothes. did a story this morning on the morning news that basically... It was some executive. It was like, basically, we've just become clearing houses now for yeah. online ordering. So, like, that big store at the mall is simply a warehouse to ship stuff online, where you buy buy stuff online. Interesting times we live in. Uh, let's do start of the show there. Senor Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Man, I don't know. Uh, Deb puked on a boss and got a raise. Chuck hooked up with his ex's mom. 
And Longoria went to private school. <laughs> Three shocking developments here. Uh, you guys can all get one. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, I won't take one. I'll be selfless tonight. Selfless. Um, what do we got next week? More fun stuff. Keeping... I think Randy's joining us on Monday. Oh, Monday, Millennial Mass Game with Randy. We'll keep you informed and entertained Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. And we will never say on this show ever what word, Deborah Green? Friday. Yes. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation. That is so annoying. You sounded like <laughs> K-Doublicious right there. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.